1: With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this, but with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades, find new roads. Chevrolet. It is the Blue Room. It is your instant match reaction for Everton nil, West Ham United. One uh, disappointing way to start the year. For the toffees, uh, joining me, uh, well, Mike the will be a shortly. He's got a great view of his living room ball there for those of on YouTube at the moment. Uh, also joining me, Dave Darney and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I'll come to you first, Dave. You should have said that before we came on, it, on air. Not, not much to say about that game, really. Just an forgettable 90 minutes of football. West Ham probably just about edge it, I think, in terms of chances and general play. And, and they got a lucky break at the end and they come away with the points. Uh, just the A night to forget for Everton, wasn't it, all in all? Well, first of all, very happy New Year to all the Liverpool fans who'll be
0: gloating in this stream because there'll be more of them watching this than the will Evertonian. So, uh, happy New Year, guys. You know,
1: to be fair, it's it's fine. I think they do, yeah. Helps us get up the YouTube YouTube, uh, search engine anyway. So, nice one for that. Hopefully lining our pockets
0: for the uh, (laughs) millionaire money that we're going to be making in a few years' time. Um, No, I mean, it was a dreadful game of football, wasn't it? It was... You know, I actually forgot it was New Year's Day, given how quiet it, it was last night. And I don't know, maybe a lot of our players struggled to awaken from their slumber um, in, in the build-up to this one. Um, I mean, I think one thing's for certain, I'm really glad even more so now we didn't have that Manchester City game uh, because that looked like an Everton bereft of energy, um, any sort of potent threat of, of scoring a goal. And pretty bereft of ideas Uh, if they had taken the pitch against Manchester City a couple of days ago it might well have been something a hell of a lot worse than the 1-0 defeat that we're looking at against West Ham but nonetheless it's a massive opportunity missed Um, and to be fair to them they created that opportunity themselves to get within uh, a really significant position in the Premier League they're still in that position right now don't get me wrong but To go within a point of of the league leaders uh, after 16 games would have been an an incredible achievement at this stage of the season and and the process under Carlo Ancelotti. and Yeah, it just felt like they ran out of of ideas. Interestingly enough, I felt the team looked a little bit more like the one that we set up with earlier on in the season that looked like it wants to be a little bit more fluid. Um, But the problem with that was we still didn't have the personnel to do that. When Hammers comes on the pitch, I think the idea is obviously to give the ball to him as often as possible. He quite clearly uh, isn't oh, match fit was he? at all. I mean, it, it was a pretty desperate move, wasn't it? Understandable one, of course. Um, but I think you, I think what you, you're doing there, when you're taking away that consistency we had, uh, and obviously that happens because Seamus Coleman comes back in at right back, again, I think he didn't look fit either. Uh, he, he didn't off fit or massively off form because I thought he... He struggled in the game largely. Um, And the obvious reason he was in was to provide an attack and outlet at right back. Otherwise, you leave Michael Keane in and and put uh, Holgate back to right back as well. So, um, yeah, felt like a team that was sort of twixed in between, didn't really know what it wants to be. And we've spent a lot, apologies for that, we've spent a lot of, uh, (laughs) so much West Ham fan round by mine, I think. Um, What was that? It was a firework, um, oh God, the, the nuts throw them around here, I'm not sure why, but anyway, um, there's so many of them, uh, those players there that have played in different variations, This Everton side, and that to me looked like one that we didn't know what it was really about, what they were really trying to do, was it trying to be this sort of solid block that was able to basically see out 80-90% of games and then nick a goal? Or was it trying to be something a little bit more? Because it was at Goodison, because we yeah. had that confidence from uh, the results that we've had lately. Didn't look like it was really either, and it was it was pretty easy to predict that. I felt it just felt to me what West Ham had in reserve in terms of coming onto the pitch um, later on in the game. I don't know if that, that's firework or someone getting shot, but uh, <laughs> yeah, noise was doing me, editing. Um <laughs> yeah, and sorry, just to finish my points off, I'll get there in the end, really. It just felt like we didn't give Calvert-Loon enough opportunities to turn West Ham the other way.
1: I mean, someone's delighted in Days Road, Ryan, that I've still lost tonight. i a sound of it. i just put him on mute for the time being. Uh, while know <laughs> calm down, uh, what did you make of that mate tonight? Uh,
2: do you know what it reminded me of a little bit is when... Um You know when you're really busy at work or in life and you battle through you battle through and then you get that release valve and then you get sick you get the flu or a runny nose and you just feel really bad and it seemed to me like we'd battled through that really busy period and then we finally got that release this week with the game getting called off and it just felt like that pressure valve released and everyone relaxed a little bit too much and you get a performance like that where there's a team happy to sit back because they're they're running on empty anyway and they're happy to defend for 90 minutes and and see if they can nick a result somewhere along the way. And I just thought we weren't brave enough on the ball. Um, You know, we passed along our defence way too much. Meen or Holgate should have been sort of moving the ball a bit more forward and and really pushing up nice and high. And, you know, when we had the ball, we just didn't use it. We didn't get into any dangerous areas. We didn't create enough. And at the end of the day, our two match winners, Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin, were... Well, Calvert-Lewin was, off, um, was struggling from opportunity and Richardson was off the boil. So, when that happens, I mean, you can't really expect to get much of a result, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's absolutely right. And it, it, it sort of felt like West Ham had done what, what we'd done to teams sort of in December, where you make the game just really horrible you bring it down to fine margins and you hope that those margins go in your favour or you, you're just better in those moments where those, those situations come about from the opposition. And, and Everton have done that pretty well throughout December, uh, not so much tonight. And, and West Ham defended well and they took the chance, in fairness to them. Uh, I don't know if Dave's uh, back or not at the moment. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, I don't know. Fireworks, fireworks obviously calmed down. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't feel like they, you know, obviously we've made a, a lot of progress in December, but... I just sort of, sort of watched them in the first half and I think, while wow, they tried to be ambitious and wanted to do a little bit more on the ball. It's probably quite hard to slip out of that mood where you've been in for a month and it's been game game game. And it's been, I mean, these, these fireworks are insane. What's, what's going on here? I'm,
0: I'm, actually, I'm actually convinced that someone's watching this and setting fireworks <laughs> up. I am actually convinced, mate, because I, I, I basically screamed expletives out the window then um, after, after you muted me. Uh, I'm glad you kept me on mute, by the way, and just shouted all sorts because it's about six doors over, and um, yeah, quite
1: clearly someone's watching this, or someone knows that it's me. Some Reds are uh, made up, aren't they? They've just, they've just been waiting for this. Like, that, I know that Dave down yeah. is infuriating. I'm going to catch him and then get them all off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's infuriating. I think it's stopped now. Um, what was your question? <laughs> I
0: was just sort of saying if enough. it's not if it's not hey, if it's not fireworks, it's bloody dogs
1: yeah I know I know yeah you need you need to get like a soundproof studio or something you know um, you need to move out. <laughs> but, but I was just sort of saying it's, you know they they sort of did what we've done to teams in december um you know as much as it was it was poor and I, I think it it looked as though it was hard for them to sort of flick that switch tonight and go from being a team that defend and you know make it hard for teams to stay compact into being a, a bit more expressive and those patterns of play weren't quite there. The ingenuity wasn't quite there. And I think when James comes on, obviously, it's, it's the end of the game. But when you've not got him, Luca Dean and probably Alex Oroby, who's off third the most creative player, it was just a load of toil, wasn't it? And it was all very fractured.
0: Well, it, it, it felt like to me that it was going to always going to be a performance, that, the type that would catch up with us at some point. Um, you know, we've done tremendously well getting the points return, what we've got from, from December. I mean, I think a lot of us at the start of the month would would say, if you told me Everton would have 29 from 16 games, I mean, that's that's one hell of a return. Um, and to have to be in the position that we're in. But I, I think it also shows you the fragility and the sort of, I hate to say, because it, it's a cliche these days, but the unpredictable nature of the Premier League. Because I think many people would have this down as a banker, home win against West Ham tonight. As good as they've been. I mean, the, the, the three behind us now, I think, um, after that win. And, yeah, we, we got a bit of a taste of our own medicine, I think. Also, if you look at the absentees, we had West Ham had a stronger squad than us going into this tonight. You look what they could bring on from the bench to, to affect the game. I mean, you think Mikel Antonio was Pele, if you listen to Steve McManaman. I he's a very, very good player, but he's not that good. Um, I always worried about the threat I tweeted at the time. He'd be the natural threat, you'd think. They could bring on when we're starting to tide a little bit in defense, and we simply didn't have anything to to respond to that with on the on the bench for ourselves. You look at Chen Tosin he's not going to do much for you even though we got him behind the defense unlike many mm. uh, and I thought oh what's going to happen here and he try some weak touch to back heel it to somebody um and we just don't have them impact players. I mean if you can put Bernard on the bench and have him come back on like he did against Sheffield United. You know, it'll it, feel a lot more comfortable to me that. Honestly, oh, I've The big, fireworks. <laughs> um, the elephant in the room, Matt, for me, aside from these fireworks, is Richarlison. I yeah. thought he stunk, the pla- he stunk the place out. Um, I'm not sure how he gets 90 there, uh, if I'm honest. He would have been one of the first people that I'd pull off the pitch, to be honest with you. Um, this is really hard to concentrate, and I'm going to pat myself on the back after this. But yeah, um, you can question the substitutions from Mancelotti, but. End of the day, it was a really poor day at the office. A real big opportunity missed, given that we didn't have the City game the other night. And now we're looking at what a couple of weeks before we play in the Premier League again. Is it Wolves away next? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. that, that's going to be quite difficult, isn't it? We've got the FA Cup in between. Hopefully, we get some more players back. Luca Dean's probably going to be back. So, yeah, it's it's so hard to look at a game like that and not see it as a huge chance. To really establish ourselves as a force in this league. But then, you know, we did well to climb the ladder and get that far anyway off the games we've played. Gotta go and do it again now.
1: Yeah, I think that, that's fair enough, isn't it, Ryan? And, you know, you mentioned Richardson briefly, Mason. Yeah, it's just it's one of them at the moment, isn't it? I'm not entirely sure what sort of him. I'll to mute Dave again. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, it, I, I don't know what. I don't know if it, like, he's playing on the right hand side tonight, so we struggled to sort of get into the game, but. It, it, just everything at the moment with him he doesn't seem to be linking well with the players his, his touch is poor he's not really getting into to goal scoring areas and I, I just don't know what, what's up with him I mean have you got, got any sort of ideas yourself he just doesn't seem to be enjoying his footy at the moment.
2: No I don't know if it relates back to losing Luca Dean and you know that relationship they had on the left or not. maybe that, that's had a bigger impact on, on him than we thought I mean obviously as a team it has a significant impact but you know, that they had such a good relationship down the left that maybe he's missing that and that overlap that, that Dean can provide. But it just seems like nothing's working for him at the moment. And um, I just thought today even he's... <laughs> sorry, I'm just looking at Dave on his camera. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what?
1: <laughs> There'll be so many people who come onto this <laughs> expecting like free. Want to hear free angry news? Oh. going, mental! Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> just laughing. The
0: rest. I forgot. I forgot to turn my uh, <laughs> to turn <tear laughs> my camera off. <laughs> 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 that was you. <yeah. laughs> At least I am going to say Sorry. I.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting Oh, oh we'll get, we'll yeah, get it's oh, lovely then. To be fair,
2: that is sensational.
1: Beautiful, like Sydney, like Sydney yeah, uh, Harbour Bridge, Dave, <laughs> in Dave in Street.
2: I just, uh, <laughs> I, I saw Dave out of the corner of my eye yelling abuse, and I just couldn't control myself. So, <laughs> Oh,
1: damn it. So, Richardson, um, anyway, go on,
2: Richardson. I just. Yeah, it just seems like nothing's working for him. And the, the disappointing thing today, I thought, or this evening for you guys, was that normally you know he works really hard defensively, and I, I didn't really see that a lot from him either. His his work rate wasn't quite there today, and it just seemed like a really sulky performance, which um, you know is, is quite rare for him in in all aspects of his game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you right, everything.
1: That sort of came through with, with Calvert-Lewin as well, didn't it, Dave? You know, that's five Premier League games in a row now when he, he scored. But, um, you know, no service whatsoever. You know, you think of the goals he scored over in the early weeks of the season. We were speaking about today on our show when it was going really well for him. I mean, it was low deliveries and behind defences and, you know, the odd through ball every now and then that they get, he they get onto as well. And there's just absolutely none of that at the moment, is there?
0: No, I mean it was it was difficult enough. It's something we spoke about in, in the player of the year show that we did earlier today, wasn't it? In in terms of you don't you don't worry about it um, from his perspective. I think that the concern is for me that it's more a reflection of what everybody else is doing in order to try and provide them with something, Matt. And it was it was really, really poor today. I think they showed the stats about half an hour into the game about which sides of the pitch Everton attacked West Ham on, and it was about 60 odd percent on Richarlison's side. I think it was pretty obvious early on in the game. We weren't going to get any success down that side at all. He played him on the right-hand side, obviously. Um, a wall out with tiredness. Um, you Tell know, you and, what, we and missed
1: then the tonight, by the way. You know, that, you know, it's a credit to him that we're in that position where we're saying how much of an influential player he's been, but, but we really missed his effort tonight. Oh, completely. Yeah, absolutely. He's been one of our form players,
0: hasn't he, on this little mini-revival that we've had. Um, quite worrying we're doing this in four-game spates as well, isn't it? By the way, can't quite get over the four-game in a row, Mark. <laughs> uh,
1: well, no, I think that's the nature of the league this season, isn't it? to be fair. You know, try and put this in a bit of perspective. You know, We're the only team to have won four games in a row twice. It's, it feels like a season where you're going to have a Leeds at home where you're going to get beat and you're going to have a West Ham at home where you're going to get beat every now and then.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I do, but it doesn't make it any less frustrating, does it? Because we we know we're we're probably better than these sides if you if you put all the best players on the pitch. So yeah. But I mean Bernard is a real disappointment, Matt I thought he'd have grabbed the ball by the horns tonight, given the um the the, the appearance that effectively helps us win against Sheffield United. But wasn't to be. It's probably him in a nutshell, really, isn't it, given his time at Everton, so yeah, back to the drawing board. It's it's nice to know that when we play a Premier League game again, we should have even more players back fit. Hammers should be 100%. Luca Dean should be back in there. Feels like the reset button can be pressed if you and and like I say, you give me that points return heading into the FA Cup week, I'll
1: beat your hand off. Yeah, you sort of like that Ryan as well. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean these fireworks get worse and worse. As you come. <laughs> Um, do you know what? This is the thing about doing these things live on YouTube because you know, if it's a podcast, we just pause and wait for it. But <laughs> that's <we> can do.
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, it's provided people with a bit of a smile tonight in, in place of ever winning the game,
1: yeah. Uh, but but Ryan, uh, you you maintain your perspective in regards to it all, mate, as well. So they've sort of just just see it as a just a bad day at the office, that and doesn't really require much more in in terms of the. I mean, I suppose you can look at it in the sense that we've played two games at home now against United and West Ham in a row, and and not scored in, in either of them. Maybe that, that that's a little bit of a concern, but overall, it's still pretty positive, isn't it?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think you made a really valid point before when you talked about the um just the way the league is at the moment, and these results are getting thrown up every now and then. It's it's not the usual we've got the better team or the better squad on the day. So we're just going to go there and get three points there. There are upsets coming throughout the league and, and that's why the table is what it is. And that's why teams like West Ham are, are three points off us and, you know, Arsenal's mid table and all that sort of stuff. It, it just seems like a, a season where nothing's sort of going to type quite at the moment, Um, whether that changes once things settle down, who knows, but I don't think you can read too much into it. I think, you know, the team had been playing so well over the last month that, you know, a bad day was going to come eventually. And it's the same old adage after our last run. It's it's how you respond after that. And obviously we've got, what is it, 11 days or something like that before the next game against Bulls and uh, with an FA Cup in, in the middle there. And, you know, you'd imagine there'd be heavy rotation going towards the FA Cup. And I, I just want to see them bounce back against Bulls with those key players back. And I think that'll be the really telling point. If they put in another performance like that again, then, we can start to to chat about some more concerns. But, you know, just given what they've given us over the last month, I'm prepared to to let them have a little bit of a leave pass tonight.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And hopefully a few people get rested against, against Rotherham in the Cup. And, yeah, we we'll go into Wolves feeling a little bit better. I should read out some of the comments here on uh, YouTube. Uh, Dave Mark has said, Dave's performance has been the most entertaining event uh, of the, the night. Uh, well, done, well done to you, Dave. You brought some light relief there. Uh, <laughs> In that regard Um Steve Davis said no one can defend that display wherever we are in the league get a backup striker on loan or to buy. Yeah, I suppose there's been a lot of chats about Sammy Khadira today lads and, and potentially coming in it's not really one I'm too much on board with but but David um, you sort of look at those players coming off the, the bench tonight we've got a call on James who's probably about 30% fit on that evidence and um, you've got Shenk coming on who as we've seen doesn't offer much you, you know, if you can bring on someone there who's got a little bit of something extra to the game, then then perhaps you you know you can still get a draw out of that or, or something like that. Maybe that's something we should be looking at as a priority in January.
0: yes well I don't know. In that particular type of game, I don't think someone like Sammy Kedir does does much else than what we saw. To be honest with you, I don't think he's in there for that particular type of match. But in in terms of getting another body in there, I mean, I've seen a few people, someone on Twitter mentioned before that we've already got eight midfield players. I'm not really sure if I counted them off the top of my head name by name, but apparently that's what we have in terms of first team players in the midfield region. It's how much you judge, judge that Sammy Kadira adds to an Everton midfield. That what in terms of what we don't already have now. If it's a common influence on the ball on somebody who can pick a, a really good pass, a forward pass, then yeah, I guess he's the man for the occasion, isn't he? Um, I'm with you. I think I, I'm. I'm all looking at. I mean, I've seen this in two different ways um, in in terms of getting him in because having somebody who can pass the ball with his passing ability. I think, can't be a bad thing. But then I think, you know, what's the caveat to that? What, what, what's the price you're paying for that? It's extortionate wages. It's essentially him being being able to fit into this side in a very particular type of game, you would think. um, like, that, like I say, that tonight, no chance. Maybe against Sheffield United, when you're going to dominate the ball a little bit more um, and Everton are going to try and counter-attack and you've got somebody like him playing a forward pass and deep, maybe that's the occasion for him. How often is that going to happen in this Everton side? I'm not too sure. So, at the moment, I think I'm, I'd be leaning towards giving him a miss, um, which sounds crazy. But he, he does turn 34 soon, and he's had a real host of knee injury problems, which uh, the game obviously didn't. Not yeah.
1: the matches in So yeah, but what, what, yeah. What, what about you, Ryan? What's the priority, based on what you've seen in the last few weeks for for January?
2: I just think we need a little bit more depth in attack, for me. Um, you know, someone to replace Richardson on the left, if we if we need to give him a break, or anyone that can play across that front three. I don't think you ne- necessarily need someone who can play on the left, but someone who can rotate through those positions and just give you some added variety. I think is is crucial. And you know, like, an-
1: maybe someone like an Antonio they brought on tonight would be like that, that sort of player would be sound, wouldn't they?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to give DCL a rest and you, you, you can throw someone like that up top or, you know, play him on the right or the left, I think, you know, that sort of versatility in the squad would be, would be quite handy. And, you know, I'm not uh, against sort of signing Kadira or Isco or any of those sort of older sort of players because I think we've seen in the last few weeks just how valuable squad depth is. And we don't necessarily need Sami Kadira for, for long spells of the game. But, you know, if we could throw him in once every now and then and he can do a job, um, you know, I think that's really valuable. But at the same time, you've got to weigh up what's it going to come with. And You mentioned the baggage and the injuries and the wages and, and that's the real balancing act that the club's got to sort of think about.
1: Dave, are you going
0: to make a point
2: there? No, I, I was completely agreeing with, with Ryan there. I
0: think that attacking area is definitely some, somewhere we need to add something different because tonight's the example, isn't it? Who's if you, if your alternative if Calvert-Lewin's not fired or we're not able to play to Calvert-Lewin's Lewin's strengths? Certainly not Cheng Tosin. If we've got a lad on loan at PSG that might have provided a little bit more. Mm. Uh, if he'd come on off the bench, that, that's the way Everton worked, isn't it? There's no criticism of that, of course, because quite clearly he wanted that. and That's a different conversation. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking how you approach it. If you're desperate to get somebody in and if you're looking to exploit the fantastic position that we found ourselves in uh, this winter, do so you maybe have a look at the championship? Are there any players knocking about there? Do you think Do you know what? It's worth taking a chance, much like Antonio you mentioned. Matty's come from that world, and um, applied this trade down there, done his apprenticeship, and then even like you look at Jared Bowen as well for who they got from Paul. Okay. I think that was a bit more bit more of a pricey move. But those players that are out there. We've done it already with Godfrey as well. I'm just wondering is there anything like that, which would be a little bit more easier perhaps to negotiate than going abroad looking at a type where, yes, we know Carlo can attract names like Sammy Kadira, but he, you know, he wouldn't look at Everton uh, if Carlo wasn't here, but is it, is it a well-trodden path we need to use every time? I'm not too sure. Um, Maybe there's someone in the Championship there. Um, I'm sure people will be suggesting it now in the YouTube comments and, and having their own thoughts on that. Whoever can go and get
1: Milik is another one I've n- I've seen mentioned quite yeah, often. Someone mentioned in the comments about about him as well. potentially yeah. yeah. Like um, Diego there. Costa. Look at many uh, games at Napoli. So, so yeah. Yeah,
0: Costa's another one that was mentioned, wasn't he? Um, I don't I don't see you that way.
1: Bit more mobile, just you know, you can. See yeah, I completely agree. Yeah,
0: here. I'd I'd love to see. I would love to see us get somebody who's a little bit more of a batter and ram, a little bit more of a physical presence up there who who's got that pace as well. Some somebody like somebody like a Ben Godfrey but in an in an attacking <laughs> sense. Do you know, maybe a look I mean
1: Those, maybe look at the eagles back there. That's where you can play, lash him up front. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> I, but that's what I mean. You look at a big powerful strong lad who's really really quick when he gets going as well. Look you are ideally searching for Tim Cale, aren't you? That that's the exact type of player you want in there who will just run all day for you be it just a nuisance in the opposition box. Even if the the team gets very very few chances, I mean you would if that if Tim Cahill was in his pomp right now and played for Everton tonight, you could see him putting away one of them very very few chances that Everton uh, managed to create. That was the type of player he was. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him look a little bit further outside the box, really, than have a look at these big European names and start playing football manager two thousand and eight and stuff like that. I, I'd like to see us look outside the box.
1: There we go. Uh, we'll leave it there, lads. Uh, fireworks seem to have subsided now, anyway. Uh, the Reds are obviously... Just the podcast to... stopping. I'm telling you, this person knows who I am. Yeah, the Reds have obviously tuned in to watch uh, Villa Man United now instead. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, <laughs> There we go. Uh, cheers to Dave, cheers to Ryan for coming on. Uh, unfortunately, the year didn't get off to the best start for the Blues. But uh, yeah, we'll be back again next week to build up to that game against Rotherham in the Cup, which is obviously a big one, trying to stay in that competition and loads more but yeah hope you all had a good start and see your new year football match aside. side uh, will speak to again soon here on the blue room
2: progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run so we're gonna talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory oh man i was there that time that you bundled your home auto motorcycle and other vehicles with progressive that was awesome people were freaking out i bet you get this all the time but can i get an autograph If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Sports Social Podcast Network.